18%. That's how much retail sales grew in May, according to the monthly U.S. Commerce Department report. That's welcome and very positive news after all the bad news as of late. But for many local and small merchants, the turnaround in retail sales may be too little, too late. The question they're asking is, will local merchants survive? In this edition of FinTech Friday, will technology help local merchants survive? I'm Silvio Tavares here in San Francisco on June 19th, and this is FinTech Friday, brought to you by Cardlinks. It's great to be with you. If you believe the U.S. Commerce Department report from this week, May was a pivotal month for the U.S. economy. It was the month when we hit bottom and started to bounce back from the economic slowdown caused by COVID-19. But buried in the good news is a potentially very, very sad story. For many local businesses like small restaurants, barbershops, and flower shops, it may already be too late. For more than three months of lockdown could have resulted in a point of no return, bankruptcy, and going out of business. That's because many small local businesses don't have the resources and, quite frankly, don't have the bank accounts of their larger national competitors like Nordstrom or Target or Walmart that have billions of dollars in the bank. More than that, many small businesses don't have access to technology like e-commerce systems that enable their larger rivals to stay in business during the pandemic. But an enterprising group of technology companies are not willing to accept that local merchants need to go out of business. These tech companies are not ready to live in a world without local merchants and the culture and authenticity that they bring to main streets all over the U.S. They believe that technology can level the playing field for small and local merchants. On today's show, we speak with Mitch Jacobs, the CEO of FanBank. FanBank is one of those tech companies that is a champion for local business. The company is a personalized commerce platform for small merchants. Their 1,500 merchant customers span all business types, from restaurants to salons and brick and mortar to service and mobile companies. Mitch Jacob, FanBank's founder, is a really accomplished executive, and he's built highly disruptive companies before. He was previously the founder of OnDeck, the largest venture-backed IPO, when it went public in 2014. And that company specialized in making loans to small business. This time, Mitch is focused on enabling technologies for small business. Good morning, Mitch. How are you? Good. How are you, Silvio? I'm doing great. It's sunny here in San Francisco. I think you're in California today as well. Where where are you based today? Uh, We're based in Santa Monica. And as is often the case, it's 72 degrees. It seems like lately, particularly over the past week and several weeks, you know, Santa Monica and Southern California in general has really started to reopen up. Are you seeing that as you go around different parts of Santa Monica and the Southern California area? Yeah, it's a very blended environment. There's a lot of reopening. There's even some adapted tourism taking place. And then at the same time, there's been such a strong message here in L.A. about 
really trying to, you know, to keep the social distancing, keep the sheltering going to the degree you can, that you, you end up with a very mixed opening, which is interesting and challenging. Now, now FanBank, um, you guys work with a lot of merchants across the country. And as a result, you see a lot of what works, but also what doesn't work. And so a question I would ask you is, if you were sitting down with a merchant and you were giving them a piece of advice, like what is the main piece of advice you would give to a local merchant right now? You know, I think, I think it's, it's, I understand that your stress is through the roof. You're restocking, you're restaffing, you're figuring out how to follow new safe practice guidelines. But remember, you have to find the time to reconnect with your customers. And this has to happen on their mobile phones. You know, the reason why I focused on card linking is I really, truly believe that it is the best opportunity for small businesses to recover. And I think that the opportunities that resides in card linking are the things that will make them more resilient. It'll make our communities stronger and healthier and for the long haul, even when the next crisis, if and when it does come, uh, being ready for it. And so, you know, I, I really would... That piece of advice I would offer them would be, remember that you've got to spend a little time adopting some new sales firepower in your business to get back to where you were. And I strongly recommend you find a card link solution because that's going to be the most efficient way for you to reopen, recover, you know, sustain and grow your business. Excellent. You have a really strong focus with merchants and your approach to card link technology. What is the actual focus of how FanBank goes to market and how are you using that focus to help banks and processors as well? So, you know, I saw this moment where MasterCard, Visa and American Express and some of the major processors had shifted from being very insular, you know, and and saying, all right, we're going to develop everything to suddenly inviting entrepreneurial development on platforms and inviting developers to build solutions on top of those networks. I saw it as a you know, really exciting moment. And so at FanBank, we, we viewed card linking as this opportunity to transform payments into something much more strategic for merchants that doesn't require a change in hardware, a purchase of a new point of sale system. So we have built software that enables all sizes of businesses, but particularly small businesses, to be able to take advantage of the online to offline selling, prepaid selling, personalization, ad attribution. These now all become part of a merchant's transaction processing. And that's how we, you know, that's how we approach them and that's how we we sell them on it. We think that's an opportunity to be available to all sizes of businesses and all stakeholders benefit when that opportunity is available. Really fascinating, and it's exciting to hear about the technology that you've really purposed and repurposed to help merchants. And today, we actually found out some new statistics for retail sales for May, and it was good news. You know, after several months of declining retail sales, we're starting to see that we hit bottom and are bouncing back up. Retail sales in May were up about 18% compared to April. When you look at it from your lens, because you actually work with both small merchants, local merchants, and large merchants, are you seeing any differences in how COVID-19 has impacted small local merchants versus the, the big guys? 
Yeah, I think COVID-19 has exposed how non-digital small businesses are. Small businesses dabbled, but they didn't really establish digital selling strategies and tools before these lockdowns. They didn't maintain any real record of how, you know, who their customers were. They just kind of relied on the idea that we all keep showing up. And, you know, I think now that, you know, certainly during the shutdown, but now even that reopening is occurring, they realize that they don't have any idea who their customers were and how to get reconnected. So I think that, you know, larger businesses, they stored their customer identities, they had tools to reconnect, they have centralized resources to create online to offline campaigns. You know, so I think that, that small businesses are at a major disadvantage when compared to larger companies. Yeah. And yesterday, my wife was trying to order some things for our children, um, some stuff that they need for the summer. And it turned out that she, you know, she called one of the local national merchants and they, they had just recently reopened their store. It turned out that, you know, there was like a three hour wait just to get inside the store. So to your point, there was actually a lot of pent up demand there. Um, and it was going to this very large national merchant to the extent that people were actually willing to wait three hours to get into the store. How are you using technology at FameBank to help that small and local merchant? How are you using technology to help them bounce back and help them tap some of that pent-up demand and even new demand um, that's coming up as people are getting out and about again? I think the big theme is do more with less. I think that you know, CardLink solutions, where the business is using their existing hardware, using their existing processing relationship. You know, maybe entering into a new processing relationship to save money, get more functionality, just getting substantially more value from investments that they have already made is the perfect kind of solution for the recovery period. You know, they, the merchants have now realized they need to be omni-channel for the vast majority of the you know, classic local Main Street businesses that isn't about an ordering system or an e-commerce system. It's about multi-channel selling. Uh, running online to offline sales events, doing prepaid selling online, personalizing every transaction. These are sort of digital selling strategies that they can tap into in minutes. You know, and so that, that's what we're helping them do. Do more with less, get online to offline, and, and really take advantage of what card linking can mean to investments they've already made to open up new opportunities. Great, great technology really enables a, a local merchant to think strategically and uh, really be effective in, in the long term. But there is also an aspect which is just short term in nature, which is many local merchants have had to shut their doors for two or three months. And yes, some of them have gotten some help from you know SBA loans, et cetera. But a lot of them, they just have to survive, right, to fight another day. And so like on a short-term basis, how are you helping local merchants just, just survive to make it another few weeks so that you know they can reopen and um, start to drive revenue again? Are you doing anything to help merchants there? Yeah, I mean, well, the answer to that feels like it's changing weekly. You know, when shutdowns first began, we put all of our energy into helping businesses sell store credits online. And so this was a solution that enabled a thousand plus businesses to just immediately start generating revenue. And the way it works is 
they are able to sell a store credit. They receive the cash instantaneously. They can sell that through a buy now button in Facebook. They can sell it through an email landing page. And the store credit is stored on their existing credit or debit card. And then when they go into the store later on or you know, make a purchase later on, that credit is automatically recognized. And so being able to, to enable businesses to use their existing payments and by adding some card linking applications, store credits, we were able to help those businesses sell online in an instant. Now that we're in the reopening phase, we find ourselves helping businesses with online to offline sales events. Even though your business is reopened, your customers may be at any stage of reopening their household. And so using online to offline sales events, you can put incentives out there to someone via mobile channels and that customer could prepay for that or just come into the store at, when that store reopens and, and make a purchase and claim that offer. We've set a year-long roadmap for recovery that anticipates all the different campaigns. We have over 100 campaigns that are set up, ready to go. And so small businesses, by just activating card linking on their existing payment processing, are able to tap everything from you know, the sale of online store credits to being able to do online to offline sales events, all the way to personalization of, of every transaction that occurs and you know once they're they're up and running and back to normal. So wherever they're going in that, you know, in the recovery cycle, uh, we're there with them with the solution. Mitch, thank you so much for those um, really awesome insights. I wish you and your family all the best and looking forward to seeing you at one of the Cardlinks conferences um, in the not too distant future. Thanks so much, Sylvia. Appreciate it. So that's Mitch Jacobs, the founder and CEO of FanBank. Coming right up, some closing thoughts on local business and the use of technology. According to the Small Business Administration, there are over 30 million small businesses in the U.S., those small businesses employ nearly 60 million Americans, or about 48% of the workforce. So enabling small business to engage in commerce more effectively is really important for the economy. But it's also really important for jobs. As we just heard in today's podcast, until recently, many of these businesses were fighting the commerce battle with one hand tied behind their back. Cardlick Technology arms local business with the customer data and technology that they need to compete with their larger rivals. In that way, Cardlinking is doing well by doing good for local merchants. And that is something that should make us all feel very good. For FinTech Friday from the Cardlinks Association, talk to you next week. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. God bless you. This is Silvio Tabaris signing off.